Welcome to InVibe Live Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We'll offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at InVibeLive.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E. L-I-F-E dot com. We're grateful that you're here. Hello, welcome to the In Vibe Live Conversations podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. Welcome. Welcome. We're glad you're here and we are going to discuss vulnerability today. And I'm actually shocked that in our whole season one, we never really talked about it. I don't even, Cheryl, remember a significant portion of any podcast where we talked a lot about vulnerability or exposing yourself. Do you? No, and I'm shocked too, because I feel like it is a huge topic that kind of has a buzzword and all of us have it. We do. And this is coming up for us really organically, because it's something we have been experiencing lately and calling each other out on a Mm -hmm. little bit and Mm -hmm. helping each other work through a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so I guess let's just start by sharing some of that. So you all know that we've taken some time off during the summer for um, In Vibe Life, a little bit of a break from the podcast, and maybe our articles aren't as regular. During that time, we've been working though. And we've been working on some rebranding and some developments that we hope to bring forth in the future for InVibe Life. But another area we've been working on is creating more content for social media. So for YouTube and even for Instagram and Facebook and all of those channels. And what we're finding as we're doing it is Cheryl and I feel really, really vulnerable exposing ourselves like that. It's something we are having to over, we have had to overcome even to do what we've done and are needing to do even more to get to where we want to go. Definitely. I don't know if some of our close friends that might be friends with our personal social media pages, Amy and I personally are not big posters. We are not. We don't put a lot out there. I kind of lean on my husband who Mm -hmm. is real good about it. And I think, oh, you know, my friends and family are friends with him so they can kind of see what's going on in our lives via him, you know? Um, But this is something being business owners in 2021, you really need to put stuff out there. Put it out there, put it out about your personal, put it out there, you know, and personally, that's not our comfort zone. It's not. And I'm sure a lot of people listening are thinking, why are you doing what you're doing there? (laughs) And it's funny because, I mean, that's the thing. We started in Vibe Life and in Vibe Life Conversations because we wanted to share this information and connect with other people who are interested in these health wellness topics, mind, body, spirit. Um, and we wanted to connect in that way. And I know it's naive, but we really didn't understand that people are going to care about us personally personally too. (laughs) And for those of you who've been with us over the last year, year and a half, you may say, well, you really haven't put that much about yourself out there personally. And we haven't. And we know we need to do that. We know we need to be vulnerable to you, our audience more. And it's something we are 
working on. And because we're working on it, we are having a lot of off-camera or off-mic conversations about it. So we wanted to bring it here to as the well. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with the definition. I always like to go to the to the dictionary, right? Mm-hmm. I always think it's so interesting to see what is kind of the time-honored or time-honed definition of something. And so often they do ring true to even, you can go into all sorts of new age and psychological and philosophical um, writings. And the core of them is often whatever you find in Merriam-Webster dictionary. Okay. So this is from the Oxford Languages Dictionary. The quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. Yeah. So to me, that goes to shame. Mm-hmm. Shame. Shame. Or just the being attacked. Yeah. It, it's, I mean... Fear. That's fear. Exactly. That I think that's fear. exactly what it is. And so, you know, what stood out for me is that fear of being harmed Mm -hmm. or thinking you're going to be harmed. So like to dig down into what's really going on, that we all have times of trauma in our lives, you know, whether it was the mean girl or even mean boy on the playground in elementary school who you thought you were wearing just the cutest new jacket anyone has ever had in their lives when you're eight years old and you strut out there and someone says something mean about it and (gasps) that's it think about how it destroys you oh yeah i had a velour ruffled jumpsuit And my mother and grandmother loved it and wanted me to wear it all the time. And I loved it. And I know a kid made fun of it and I never wanted to wear it again. <laughs> exactly. And so we all have those moments. And, you know, for those of us who are women, the mean girl moments yes. in high school. Although I have three boys. I think it happens with boys, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so, too. I, I had to deal with this with my children the other day. Mm-hmm. One of them said something to the other one. And it hit me to the core. And it... I don't even think that it bothered them as much as it bothered me, but it came, rang true for me from Mm -hmm. probably something way down, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was about body shaming. Yeah. That's a reality for women. Right. right? Again, and and men. And men. men. And more and more young boys. Like listening to topics on vulnerability and finding that, you know, the root of um, why it's hard to be vulnerable is shame and shame where that comes from the most, not even like the mean girl on the playground ourselves. Mm -hmm. We judge ourselves and we shame ourselves more than anyone else could do that to us. And so we're scared. If I show this to everyone else, they're going to see what I really know about myself. They'll not value me as much. That I'm not worthy, that I don't have it all together, that I'm not good enough to keep up with them or this or whatever. But again, but I I do think it's important to realize that part of what's happening is that memory of those past hurtful experiences or traumatic experiences and fear that if you expose yourself, it's going to happen again. again. Mm -hmm. And that I mean, you still remember the velour jumpsuit. Yes. I mean, it just, and we all have those moments. And, and so like, 
they become so deep in us. We want to try to do things to put a little shell around it and protect ourselves from those velour jumpsuit moments happening again. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of what you and I are having to deal with right now. And then, you know, there are all sorts of terms like imposter syndrome and things like, like, is she really, does she really, who is she to think she can talk about that? Or, I think there's a fear uh-huh. about that. Yeah. That definitely comes up with a- Amy and I. Mm-hmm. With, I mean, we started a podcast basically wanting to talk about our conversations so that everyone else can hear them, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a piece, and um, Amy and I worked with an awesome lady, um, Julie Haber. Yes. And she really helped Amy and I name that person in our head that we've talked about this, that we, that we, yes, yes, she helped us, our inner saboteur, our inner saboteur. She helped us name that person in our head that was sabotaging us and shaming ourselves. And that is a great tool for, I mean, we used it because it, it comes up a lot when Amy and I talk about what we're going to record, how we're going to do it, maybe a new platform we're going to put it on, or we're going to talk about a subject that is not maybe our comfort zone, vulnerability, right? That all, the first thing that starts to happen is that voice in your head saying all those things you said earlier. I'm not worthy. What, who am I to think I can talk about this? I'm not an expert. I don't have a psychology degree. You know, you, you start doing that to yourself and, um, that's hard to overcome. It it is. And so, I mean, I guess that's one thing to say about this. This takes work. I mean, it takes a lot of inner work. And I wouldn't say that we're totally over it. I'm not at all. I think it's a life thing. This is still one of my hardest (laughs) things in life. And we've just talked about it for personally and goals. We haven't even yet brought up relationships where it's very hard to be um, intimate in relationships where you're really exposing parts of yourself that maybe aren't beautiful. I think it's such a great tool for us to recognize it. Like Amy and I have such a relationship that when something is coming from this place of of shame or from that inner saboteur, we can point it out to each other and grow from it. It's that is an awesome friendship and relationship to have. Mm -hmm. And not very many people I think have that. No, I don't either. Um, So then I think before we started this, it would have been great to establish it on your own, to recognize that, okay, that is this person in your head that's, you know, saying those bad things that's not right or it's not okay to have that. And by the way, our saboteurs, for those of you who haven't heard, <laughs> mine is Meanie. And mine is Lily. And that Meanie is a critical. Yes. Who do you think you are? Or yes. why are you doing this? Or look at you, you yeah. know, trying yeah. to act like you are yeah. this or that or the other. Yeah. Mine is more of an unworthy. Yeah. But, but they're both unworthy. That, that, they're that, both unworthy. The point I was yeah. going to make is they both come from feeling unworthy. They, they really do. And so that's, I think a lot of shame and fear. And we've said many, many times, I think a lot of hindrances to achieving what we want in life, whether it's external, let's go start a new business yeah, or whether it's, um, you know, I'd like to manifest some different qualities in my life. One of the biggest hindrances to all of those things is a feeling of unworthiness of having those things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of people, I mean, I think if you recognize vulnerability 
And that's coming from maybe shaming yourself and then recognize why are you doing that? Where is that coming from? But then understand that being vulnerable is the ultimate seed or, or breeding tool for creativity, mm. you know? And so being vulnerable is really stepping out on a limb and going for it, no matter what the critic is going to say, right? Mm-hmm. That's, um, because no when you're, everything. when you're creating, yeah. The very death, and I'm just brainstorming, listening to what you're saying. You're you're doing something new. You're bringing forth something that is new or different or unique from anything that's been done before. That's the definition of it, because it's your unique. Even if it's you know a picture of a banana that you're painting, it's your unique take on that picture of a banana. So it's still new and unique. And, mm-hmm. and if it were me drawing it, it would look. <laughs> Barely like an arc that may be yellow, right? I know. Drawing it, you should. Um, by the way, I have a great design aesthetic. Can't draw a thing. I can't draw. A can't thing. draw a thing. Um, but when you're putting something new out there, there is that's scary. Yeah. Too that you're doing something that's never been done before, and so you know, I think many people have um, read or know who Brene Brown is. If you haven't, go check out Brene Brown. Right. Um, I think her Netflix special is still on Netflix. It's been there a couple of oh, years. Yeah. So watch her Netflix special because she sums a lot of stuff up in a, I don't know what it was, an hour, hour and a half yeah. long um, lecture that's very entertaining. Time flies. I've read several of her books and then she has Ted Talks. Ted Talks, and that's what made her famous. Yeah. She is a psychologist who has spent her entire career researching vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, she also, like, the corollary to vulnerability is bravery. Mm-hmm. And it's because you have to be, be brave. brave to face those fears and that shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's the breeding ground for the next great thing out there, you know, and keep going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think with vulnerability is finding a safe place to be vulnerable. And as I've talked about Amy and I's mm. relationship, that has been oh, our safe a good place. Point. Yeah. You know? um, Amy and I were talking where I, fi- I see a lot of vulnerability is inside of the physical therapy clinic. You know, that's a place of compassion and empathy and caring. And we listen, you know, people are coming in in pain, uh, pain manifest in the body is not mutually exclusive from pain in the head or pain, you know, pain in your mind or, um, things going stress, you know, those things all correlate with pain in the body. So when someone comes in for that physical pain and immediately, well, pretty quickly into their healing process, they start talking about things going on in their lives that are painful, right? And that release of the emotion of talking about it or vocally working through it also helps them heal the physical pain that's happening in the body. Um, but being in that safe place in that safe environment, you know, we have private rooms that patients come in and work with their therapist. And then we also have a studio, which is more open space and people all working, multiple people working out there. 
it's less likely that someone is going to be vulnerable with their emotions out in that studio. But when they get in that room with just their therapist, physical therapist, Mm -hmm. they will emotionally let go. And it's amazing to see after that let go, the pro the body heal much quicker. And I don't think that those people had any intention coming in to see their physical therapist talking about some of the things that are going on in their lives that are super personal, that might be creating pain, anxiety, stress, you know, those sort of things happening. They emotionally let that go in there. Sometimes things get triggered in there and it's the exact opposite of a release. It's like a, Oh, it can pull up and create a brick wall. You know, so that that is less likely, but it can happen too, because sometimes the wall people like this gentle wall they've built is a protection while you release physical things and there's fear in the unknown. So a brick wall comes up that's even like, boom, not going to talk about that, not going to go there or get very defensive about things. You know, so it's interesting to see the emotional component with the physical component when there a vulnerable space has happened, you know, because that room is a very vulnerable space for people and different times for different people. Some people, it's the first visit. Some people, it's five years into it. So we've talked about vulnerability in terms of, um, goals, I guess. Because that's how yeah. we started this. You and I have goals for where else where in my life can go. And mm-hmm. we recognize that we're the ones holding ourselves back a little bit. Yeah. And this vulnerability is really the biggest the piece biggest factor um, in, in that. that. And you've talked about it in physical yes. form and how you have to be willing to that, and it can take bravery. There are some people who won't go see doctors or won't go see therapists. And, and this is or part of the problem. Exercises. Won't do certain And I've seen that before too. People may be unwilling to do a meditation or try to heal a part of themselves that's... Um, Scary. Un, uh, uncomfortable. Uncomfortable during the meditation because it, it takes bravery to heal. So again... We say, give yourself grace, give Give yourself yourself grace. grace. Um, But there's also vulnerability in relationships and we kind of hit on it with ours, but I mean, you know, I can share that this is a place that I've also had a lot of um, difficulty in my life. I don't open up to a lot of people Mm -hmm. and I have found that I need to do that more in order to create more fulfilling relationships, but it's hard. And it's that same, you know, I think like for me not to share too much and particularly where it involved other people, there are a few times where some people have seen some not so attractive sides of me and it was friendship ending mm-hmm. and, and happened in young adulthood. And so then that made me very scared to this day. I'm better to say nothing and not make enemies. You know, I'm better to say nothing or do nothing. Or if someone sees me as being less than the nicest person or the gentlest person, or that I have a side of me that can be triggered or react in a mean way, they'll just drop me. I'm not worth it to them to try to heal the relationship. 
And that's been very hard for me and something I'm still dealing with. But I think a lot of people have a hard time exposing their true selves in relationships. And, you know, social media is kind of an example of this. Um, not in what we're talking about, because we're talking about putting ourselves all out there, but just in you can select the images people see on your Facebook page, let's yes. say, and you don't have to show that, well, this is what I really looked like yes. when I rolled out of bed in the morning, just to put the most, um, the most physical, just yeah. put the most physical analogy out there. Uh, you know, the same is true with what part of myself do I want to show people in relationships? And, you know, the the hard lesson I've had to learn too is when you're not willing to show all sides of yourself, you do hit a limit to how far that relationship can, can go. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult. It is difficult. And I think that um, that society does a little bit of that too, with especially with women, with we should all be pretty and thin and nice. If you think right. about that, you know, if, and then society does it with men should all be brave and successful and take care of everything. Right. And those yes. things like society does it, but then we play into it. Right. We don't have to accept what society is telling right. us we're mm-hmm. supposed to either. And by not accepting it, we can change the norms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's that, and that takes bravery. It takes takes bravery bravery to change the norms. But you know what? Here's the thing think about the service you're doing to other people. And I think this is what we need, where we're trying to get on our pursuit that when we expose ourselves to others, we're doing them a service. Because just to go back to that Facebook analogy, if everyone really took a picture of what they looked like, the Five seconds after they get out of bed, it would make everyone else feel better about how they look. The five (laughs) seconds they get out of bed, right? The unfiltered photos. I mean, if we really saw those unfiltered photos of people, and I mean, that is an analogy to, yeah, everything. I have a great marriage. Everything's not perfect. This stuff goes on. I, you know, have a good family. Everything's not perfect. This stuff goes on. If we saw those imperfect parts of people we would become more loving even to those imperfect parts of ourselves. I think one thing that really helps me is um, we've talked about this author as well, Gary Zukoff. Yeah. And he refers to our life and our experiences as the earth school. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, these feelings of vulnerability that, we're, that you have are here for a reason for you to learn from. Right. So that I, this, um, and learning when you're in the earth school. So every morning I try and have this conversation in my head that I am a spiritual being having a human experience. And I think that also came from Gary Zukov. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I keep that in mind that I am a spiritual being having a human experience, part of the human experience is feeling shame, which leads to vulnerability, which leads to creativity and recognizing all of these emotions, patterns, feelings, and how would that spiritual being react to these feelings and how would that spiritual being take these lessons or take these feelings and 
grow with them and do what is in alignment with my soul versus my fear. Mm -hmm. Right. So how can I take these things and act from love versus fear? You know, that kind of helps me deal with overcoming some of the insecurities that come with putting new things out there. Well, because think about it, like think about when your child or even your best friend who's 40 or 50 or 60 years old, right, is nervous to try something and you encourage them to do it. Like it looks so much better than you think it does Mm -hmm. or just try. And again, this is Brene Brown. Being brave is the quality to go after being like, we're going to celebrate bravery, even if you don't get the successful Mm -hmm. result you want. The bravery itself is Mm -hmm. the success and how you applaud and encourage other people to do that, be that generous with yourself is what you're saying. Show yourself that same love and generosity of spirit in trying something. One thing I often tell my children and my students is that master only means you failed more times than the beginner ever tried. Right. So you got to keep going and keep going and keep failing in order to learn. If everything goes great, You don't learn anything from it, Mm -hmm. you know, so be brave, go out there, do it, be vulnerable. Right. Yeah. Because I think think what we're learning and advocating here, let's say advocating here is not to eradicate vulnerability in your life, but let's all go embrace it. Let's all go be vulnerable, learn from it together and, Mm -hmm. um, learn from it. And who knows what it might bring to us then. Right. So. Awesome. Well, I think this is a good introduction. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Maybe we'll come back and talk about this topic again and go a little bit deeper, but um, maybe we'll be more vulnerable next time. Right. (laughs) But thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this, please go share it with your friends, push subscribe on that little button or like, if you're hearing it, go Um, check out our website at invibelife.com. Yep. And thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Invibe Live Conversations. For more information and to join our community, be sure to check out our website at invibelive.com. We look forward to sharing with you.